I think a lot of people try to go way too overboard. Well, they'll, they'll see one thing in a store and they'll be like, man, that's so cool. Like it's got this like neon green. Like I could pull that off. And they get it, and then they come home, and like it doesn't work with anything else that they have. <laughs> it looks awful on them, and then they're just stuck with this piece of clothing, you know? The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to... Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. You know, it's all about tips and tricks and life hacks and stuff to get your ass in gear and uh, make your life or make yourself the best version of yourself. Welcome back to the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. This is your host, Tony Dufresne, PhD, and uh, this week I would like to welcome my own personal uh, image consultant, uh, Patrick Kenger from Pivot Image Consulting here in Scottsdale. Hey, Patrick, how's it going? How are you doing, Tony? I'm doing, and I'm uh, really glad to have you on. I was uh, glad to find that. I've been trying to get you on here for a while. Dude, super but, glad to but be that, on, yeah. but that's uh, But that's what happens when you become popular and you're doing your thing. So right. the first half of the show, the show today, I want, I want to be about two things. The first thing I want it to be is about just your own journey because obviously – this show and, and, and who I talk to most of the time is, is are millennial up and coming millennials yeah. or you guys that are looking for answers and looking to how to kind of crack open or kind of get out of that rut and get into something or find purpose and find passion. Right. And so that's the first part of the show that I'd like to talk about in terms of how you did it or where you're at now. Cool. And then the second half of the show, I want to talk about image and and specifically about social media image because right. not, not only are we both doing that because we're both entrepreneurial and we're both on the internet trying to get our shit out there, but it's about for other people too. And the confusion behind social media and trying to being authentic right? and, and how to go about uh, finding your own image or creating your own image uh, that's authentic to you and that you can be consistent with it on the internet, on social media. Yeah. So those are the two parts that I want to go through today. Sounds good to me. You want me to rock and roll? Let's so first off, can you just uh, just throw out what your deal is and what your story is and where you came from and how you ended up where you're at? Okay. It's a lot. It's I know, a, right? It's a lot, yeah. And go. Right, okay. Well, so like the way that it started, I mean, I've always been a little bit more entrepreneurial, um, but the way that I sort of ended up doing this, because I started, I tried doing a bunch of stuff right back in the day and nothing ever took hold, but... One thing I've always been passionate about was like style and grooming. Like I was the only kid in uh, like high school that had subscriptions to GQ details and like men's health. Right. Oh, you were that guy. I was that guy. <laughs> like, like you wouldn't know that I was that guy, but like secretly, like I was that guy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it was just super fascinating to me. And that all stemmed from when I was younger, like trying to fit in and trying to find like trying to connect with people, you know, because like I wasn't the most popular kid in like elementary school and middle school and whatnot. So how did so how did that lead you to fashion though in terms of like fitting in and stuff was it something like you wanted to what what was the what was the the passion where where what was the connection to the you, I mean you saw like those kind of people the ones that had the style at the time or whatever it was they were the popular kids right they were because it was very oh, okay. visual then you know mm-hmm. it wasn't you didn't have to be you know if you were funny or something it helped but like wearing the right brand and fitting into your in groups like that was a big thing back then so to me it kind of became a science right and mm-hmm. like i was like all right like how can you cultivate this right because i wanted like a better life even then mm-hmm. so that's sort of how i got into it all and i realized that there was a science behind it and you could really cultivate all that like that persona and whatnot um and then you know later on in life I sort of developed like my own personal style and I stepped away from doing like, okay, what, how do I fit in here? Right. 
but being more authentic to myself. And there's a way that you can do that by still remaining, like still dressing well, still being, still having class, right? But being authentic. Do you remember the moment that you made that shift? That more, that more of a self-aware and more authentic shift into, okay, this is great. And this is what happens now. This is the popular stuff that's going on. Yeah. But, but here's my niche. Right. Oh, within like my own personal yeah. style. Yeah. I think it was around, I, you know what? It was always a work in progress, right? Um, I started looking at, this is also something that I recommend guys do too and, and girls, but, um, you know, looking at what you're actually doing in your life, right? So many people see things online and they just immediately imitate it. But like, I was always into surfing, uh, motorcycles, like that kind of stuff, right? Um, so like a little, little rugged, but still kind of like classic gentlemanly activities, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. Well, you know, how can I sort of adapt little things into my own style, right? And just, just doing, adopting that style into my own, how I project myself to the world, basically. So it was, Hmm. it was very, as I go through life, I started gaining these hobbies and I'd narrowed down my personal interests Hmm. and that helped me cultivate a style. So did you start off right away after high school or in high school, like doing this thing or did you get kind of off track and then find your way there? Dude, I've had so many jobs and whatnot, (laughs) you know, um, like, so in college I was a bartender and I was studying communication and business at the time, right? And so communication was the only thing that really got me through college. And it sounds ridiculous. And you and I had talked about this before. But, you know, I was like on the edge of my seat in those classes, right? Like talking about nonverbal communication and all that. And all these other kids are just like, yeah, like whatever. This is, you know, kind of just BS jerk mm-hmm. off time. For me, I'm like, this is so f- fascinating, right? Um, And then, yeah, so during college, I bartended. And like, that was a great way to learn more about people. Like that's the best way to like get out of your comfort zone, learn how to connect with people and like see how people really are, you know, when they kind of let their guard down, mm-hmm. like, you know, social experimentation for sure. Um, so after that, after I got out of college, like I was sort of in college, I sort of knew that I wanted to do something like this. I wanted to help men, right. That was sort of what, um, what I was really focused on. And I had brought up to friends and stuff, like doing something in this realm. I sort of tried doing like, um, being like a personal trainer, right? And and maybe doing something else, like more mindset kind of stuff. But I went back to like what it was that I was doing as a kid, right? And what I was super interested in then. And also how all of that crap that I went through could bring me to a place where I could help other people with it. So at right? that point when you when that finally kind of clicked a little bit. And I know it's it's I, and I know, I don't know about you specifically, but typically people think it's a in a in epiphany moment or a lightning bolt hits. Most of the time it's not like that. It's kind of a dull shove to one side to where you finally go, "Oh yeah, I guess this is kind of, you know, right. you know what it is." All that being said, do you remember when that was and then uh you know, what what was in your mind in regards to now where do I go with this? It was I did I did a I did a swim from Alcatraz to San Francisco. And I think I, we might have talked about this where, you know, you get on a boat, they bring you out to, to Alcatraz, you jump off and you swim back to San Francisco. And I'd always been kind of a swimmer or whatever, but this was like a big thing for me. And I'd never done something that like athletic, I guess. So, you know, prepping for it and doing all that and then actually completing it. I, I was like, oh, OK, like this is cool. You just kind of set your mind to something and you do it. Right. 
And there's like other little things that I had done before that. But for some reason, that was this thing that the crux of like me thinking about starting something like this and then also saying, oh, you also have the personal power to implement that. Mm -hmm. Like that intersection was when I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's do this. So as soon as you realize that once you set your mind to it, then you actually went out there and you you swam that chilly ass water yeah, back to san francisco yeah. which which for the longest time you know really since you know back in the day when those uh when the three guys uh broke out yeah they thought that that couldn't even be done right yeah and i and now you guys that's not the breakers one is it is, is that the is that the breakers uh I don't swim think so. or whatever you know i just can't it's, believe you. i can't believe you guys do that because that's fucking nuts man. it's fun man yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah good you can have it but i, I like that kind of stuff yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? not, so. so that was so that was really the so what you did was you really proved it to yourself by taking on that objective and, right. and, and going about and finishing it. Yeah. And I think that felt so good that, you know, it, like you, you have a plan, you implement it and then you do it. And like that felt really good. It was almost like this high, right? Mm-hmm. That you can continue like going on. And it's like, all right, what else can I do now? Right. And so now I've done more of those swims and I've done other like little things. Like I used to do 30 day challenges where I'd like do one thing for 30 days, right? Like cut out something or go to the gym every day or whatever it was. Like those small wins kind of helped build me up to where I have more confidence, right? Mm-hmm. And that I'm able to tackle more and more. All right. So once you had that, a big question that a lot of my clients that want to be entrepreneurial that aren't mm-hmm. yet, their question is, well, you know, how do I create my own business? It, it seems so ominous to them yeah. to create their own business. Well, how did you go about figuring that out and starting that and doing that? That was the craziest thing too. And people always look at like the big picture, right? The mountain before they actually take a step on the journey. And like, it's, it is absolutely as hard as everyone says it is. And it's going to take as long as everyone says it is. Here's the thing though. You don't even really notice it. You know what I mean? Like you're just doing this thing now and like that's who you are or whatever. And if you have like a passion for what you're doing, it becomes a lot easier, right? The the whole journey. You're 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 almost not even on it, right? And then you kind of wake up and you realize, "Oh, like I have a business," right? And then where else can I go with this? Mm. Um yeah, it's just it's very slow. I remember like you know, I went to college and I graduated and I'm, I'm still sitting there. I remember going to the library because I just needed to focus. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I have this thing. No idea like what it's going to be. All right. You know, you think of a name. All right, cool. And then you like, okay, I need a logo. All right. How do you create a logo? Google. All right. Mm-hmm. You need a business plan, right? Because that's what I read on another thing. All right. How do you create a business plan? And then what to do with the business plan? And like just every step, man, just along the way, you're just sort of dragging yourself along the way. It's not this whole just instantly there, right? And any time, excuse me, any time that I've tried to create like the instant success model, it's never worked. Yeah, because you, because it's impossible. I, I think you're right. I, uh, mean, I mean, that I've I've always thought that. Now, okay. and I've talked. We've talked about this too. We have. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it, I, I think it's great because it's again, it's it's like trying to scale the mountain in in one uh, you know one leap. Right. It's it, it, there, there's an impossibility because your your final objective is is more of a of a fantasy versus what what the incremental steps need to be. It's a baby right. step thing, and I think I think that's a really good example. Of what everybody needs to do in regards to one step begetting the other or leading to another that you may not even know is there. Right. And that's the whole thing about, okay, what now? Let's see. Well, I need a name. So you start with a name and then you go, well, now I have a name. I probably need something like a logo. And then, you know, it kind of goes from there, which I'm assuming that at the very beginning, you didn't really have all, all 150 steps written no. out to where you go okay i'll do this one and this one and this one it's kind of a matter of kind of doing it now did you did you start that as a side gig 
Yeah, so I was still bartending at the time, and I started it as a side gig. Um, and so, you know, that was that was rough because you're just you're working all the time, and then you know you go home and you're just working on the business, right? And I remember like working shifts at the bar, and like you know the business phones ringing, and I'm like, I, what am I supposed to do? You know, like mm-hmm. you can't do anything. And so that was a really rough time, but that was also motivating to where. I didn't want to be doing that anymore. So I was, I had this consistent motivation to say like, okay, you need to work on this to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when I quit that to go full time doing this, I would have been, if I didn't have that foundation in place, I would be like just in bed crying right now. We would not be talking, you know, right? which is the key. Yeah. The absolute key. Cause a lot of people, and I, and I write, I write about it in the book Okay, and I've talked to my clients about that in regards to having this vision about what they want to do, having the passion that they want to follow, which is great. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love the fact. And I say, everybody do it. That's the whole point, but don't atomic bomb your life and then say, okay, I'm li- like you don't, don't give up your, the, the real life stuff and, and blow that out to where you can't pay your bills and you're living in a cardboard box behind the circle. K. Right. don't do that just to give yourself the space to do your passion because right. you're going to find the, the right amount of space to do your passion, but at the same time be responsible for your life in the real world. Mm-hmm. And that's the balance that, you, that, I, that I always throw out there to everybody because you've got to have that. Believe me. I mean, I know from personal experience because I did the same damn thing. Right. I mean, I atomic bombed my life, uh, yeah. not once, but twice in, tr- in, in trying to follow, follow a passion or follow something. I didn't even know what it was, but it's the same type of thing that you're talking about. So understanding that. What would be your, you know, your three tips to millennial entrepreneurial ship in terms of kind of if you have a passion, which uh, hopefully everybody that's listening does most of the time they do and you don't know what to do with it. What would you say is are like the first three easy things just to just to get the thing going? I would say first would be understand that the passion isn't the actual thing and the vision always changes. Right. So. Um, you know, not jumping ship like we talked about or whatever it is and just saying like, let me play around with this because the, the entire, so my company or whatever shifted so many times throughout its growth. The thing that I started with is absolutely not the end product, right? So you need to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Um, the second would be like, take one step every day to doing something passion business related, whatever it is, whether it's just like reading a book or, or like you know, sketching out logos or thinking about company names or whatever it is, or finding, you know, your why and thinking about why you're actually doing this or connecting with somebody else. You every day just be living that thing. And then it sort of just manifests itself, right? If you do one thing every day, that's 365 things that you've done for the business at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. you know, and like all that stuff piles on top of itself, right? But you taking those initial steps and not thinking about it as like, when am I going to have a business? But like, how can I start making the that progress? Because the main thing for me is I was just I was really unhappy. And th- what made me happy was starting the journey, right? Like, if I didn't take a step during the day, I would feel like this is, j- you know, I, what am I doing, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I did that little thing, right, where I'm, I'm moving myself forward a little bit, like each day, then I was good. I was driven, I felt fulfilled and satisfied. And I wasn't going overboard. Like the key is like to not beat yourself up, right? But still make progress. And you got to like get that middle line of saying like, all right, one day it'll come, you know? One um, percent. Yeah. Every, every day. One percent. That's it. That's all it takes. Right. And I think that's the that's the one thing that most people 
have a really hard time not maybe not even understanding, but 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 believing that that is going to lead to something because it's so small and incremental. But that's the whole point. The point is, is that you don't want to overload yourself. Yeah, you really really, and patience for God's sakes. You have to have a level of patience because it's not. And I don't want to take over the the, your 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 story here, but but I'm saying it's not about. it, it's not about things not happening quickly. The thing is, and, and linearly in regards to how things happen, because it's it's more like exponential. It's like compound interest. What happens is when you start at a 1%, you get another 1%, you get another 1%, it kind of adds up to 3%, and then you get 1% of the 3%. That's like, you know what, it's more and more. And it's sort of like a ball that starts rolling downhill. It gains more and more momentum. Right. And it does get easier as it goes on because you're building upon a momentum that you, you've already started. So it's not like just incrementally every and you thinking oh my god if that's the case i'm not gonna have this thing done for another 27 years right that's not how it works but but so many people get discouraged because when they look at it in regards to taking these such small steps at the beginning that they they think that that's how it's going to always be right and that's not how it's always going to be and i'm sure that you've lived that as well it's kind of it kind of gains its own momentum and it starts kind of rolling on its own you're just building bricks, right? You know, underneath. And it's not like you're, you're spreading the bricks. You're building them up, mm-hmm. right? So that eventually you get to the top. Like that's the idea. You know, you're, you're, and then you have a structure. It's not like you're just doing one thing here, one thing there, whatever, but you're, you're laying the foundation. And like that's super important, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, that, and that, that really is the key. It really is. Yeah. And that's, and, and, and understanding that, which I think those are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, steps in regards to just kind of getting in in the game or kind of getting ready yeah. to go. Knowing that 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 kind of takes me to the second thing that I wanted to talk to you about, and the second thing is is that being a, an image consultant and really good, by the way, and, and please and for, and, and for the and by the way, and by the way, for those of you who are, are look are watching the video uh, today, uh, this is not a part of <laughs> this is not <laughs> this is not Patrick's handiwork. I'm wearing an old navy t shirt. It's not a part of Patrick's handiwork. I threw this on because I don't give a shit because I worked out. Uh, I told you I don't even mind the old navy t-shirt. Right, it's exactly. Good fitting yeah. it works, you know. Right, so that's but but I'm not I'm not going to throw that on you because everybody's going to say, oh yeah, well you're his image consultant, you look like shit. So <laughs> so I'm not I'm not going to throw that on you. But what I want to do talk talk about is something that we have uh, talked about, kind of mm-hmm. brainstorming a, a lot is you know social media and like I, I talked about at the beginning of the show, social media and people wanting to brand themselves. Right. Branding never existed when I was growing up as a Gen X or ever yeah. until you guys started this whole thing and, and social media became a thing. And I personally don't think that you have to be or you have to have a company to, to brand yourself. Right. Because I think branding, what it comes down to, especially in the context of now, is just being at, finding your authenticity. Yeah. And 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 displaying that, displaying your authenticity, because the big crack on Instagram is the whole I, I, I don't know what it, I forgot what it's called, but it's the whole like fake thing. It's the whole, you know, the Instagram fantasy. Oh, right. Versus yeah. the real life. You know, right. it's the one where everything's all done and the makeup's all done and stuff. And they're at the gym and they're not sweating and they're going, oh, yeah. you know, hashtag, you know, boss bitch or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> but but which is not really true it's it's all those fit chicks and stuff and yeah and, no you know, i know exactly who you're talking about right exactly which is you know it's a, so so all that being the case i i want i would like you to give insight to people as a as a, an image consultant mm-hmm. in regards to how like a couple steps in regards to how they can dive in or how they can be as authentic as they can to brand themselves on instagram on instagram or social media so 
you know, so they don't, there's a consistency there and, yeah. there's, and there's no pressure to have to live up to other people's accounts or posts right. and just for them to be authentic and, and then to enjoy the process instead of looking at it like they're trying to compete. And that's the hardest thing, though, you know, is getting so there's so much internal work that I feel like has to go on before you're ready to say, like, (laughs) look at me with no makeup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I'm which I'm not. And and that's what you're saying. But, you know, that is that is a good point, because I'm not I don't want to say authenticity is being just just you exposed and completely vulnerable, which is not because nobody's like that all the time. And we and we still have to put our face on. We still have to go out. We still have to to bridge and we still have to know our audience. And yes. we talk about knowing our audience all the time because you can't go out. If you're doing a sales call, you can't go out with your hair in rollers. Exactly. And no makeup on and wearing a house coat or something as, as a girl. Right. Or, you know, us going out and, you know, in a jock strap and some fucking <laughs> cut off t-shirt, you know, we'll without showering that, yeah. for eight days. Right. We can't do that. So understanding that, what would you say in regards to kind of like a good guy, some guidelines in regards to creating, more authenticity in your image. You need to know your goal first and foremost. You need to say, <laughs> what is it that I'm trying to do? Right? What, who am I trying to connect with? Why am I trying to connect with them? So a lot of it, you know, this sounds kind of businessy, but you know, for, for people looking to like get to like a relationship, they're single and they feel really lonely. Like, and you don't think that this is like actually a thing, but people like will post, you know. Oh, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Yeah, let's you know? let's not lie here. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, or if you're looking for a job, right? Like, and and posting those kind of things. Like, what is your goal at the moment in your life? And saying like, I'm going to tailor content around that. And you can still be authentic within that content, but you need to, you know, put that stuff out there. So, like, let's say I want to get a job as like a marketing consultant or you know a salesperson, whatever. You know, I'm still going about my life, but if I post, you know, I went to this conference, right? Boom, quick snapshot. Here I am at something, something, marketing con, whatever, hashtag, hashtag, you know, potential employers always look at your social media accounts. Like 70% say they won't even hire somebody if they're not online. Mm-hmm. That's, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So they're doing it. Um, and so showing that you're engaged with your career, that you care about what you do, all that stuff, that's important. Same thing if you're looking to meet somebody, right? You want to put out attractive photos, right? Like that's, that's okay. You're, you said, we talked about putting on your face, right? And not necessarily saying like, this is no, me with no makeup, but selectively choosing which face you want to put on. Yeah. And, and attractive photos doesn't mean all made up and right. out in a cocktail dress. Right. Attractive photo, attractive photo to me for a girl yeah. is her hiking, you know, hiking camelback. And, yeah, exactly. and, and she's in her hiking gear. She's got her uh, hair back at a ponytail, but she's got this big old smile on her face and she's out there just connecting with what, you know, what she wants to do. Social media. That's sexy as hell. It is. Yeah, exactly. You know? So it's, 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 it's you because, you know, I mean, come on, the, the energy comes through. Right. And, and so if you are, if you are being authentic or if you are doing something or if you are in a place where you do feel comfortable and you feel like you can be who you are, that's going to come through in the picture. I agree. Yeah. And it's also a great place to show like your little quirkiness, right? Like with your, if you're funny, like the one little Mm -hmm. line that you can post on Instagram or go to Twitter, like Twitter's the, like the best thing for hilarious people, right? Because you can just, you can post all day and people like, that's what people do. You know, Mm -hmm. they're, they're quick, they're, you know, quick witted, whatever. Like that's a great that's a great account to use if you're if you're a funny person, you know, mm-hmm. just that's another thing, too, is like going where 
you're going to shine your best, right? If you're not like the most attractive person on earth, like, you know, and that's your goal and you want to meet people, like maybe don't go on Instagram, like, and post all the time. Like if that's not, doesn't need to be your main social well, It doesn't channel. have to be your face. It can be like different stuff. Whatever too. it is. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, you don't feel like you shouldn't feel like you need to compete with everybody else who is all done up on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like find your audience, find your channel, whatever works. Right. Like I use Twitter a lot. I don't really use Instagram that much. I use Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the quick engagement. Right. I like being able to just kind of quickly post something, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my audience is on there. So, you know, that's how I se- selectively do it. But there's other things, too. Like if you just like if we're talking about Instagram, you know, having a theme to your feed. Right. Where somebody looks at your profile and you're using consistent filters. Right. The the you know, maybe it's it's cooler if you're more masculine, warmer, if you're more feminine, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Little little details like that. Consistent headshots. I always tell people your headshots should be consistent across your social media profiles because that way when somebody goes and cross searches you on a platform, they know it's you, right? It's very easy to find. You know, you have your little, your, your thing, your, your icon or whatever it is. And I think that's really important because it's not, it, even if you're not looking for a job now and maybe if you're younger or right. if you're just not, I, you may, you may be looking for one right. the, and realize nothing ever goes away. Yeah. And the consistency of that is going to, to, I think, make a big difference in regards to overall, it's going to add up and it's going to show you in more of an authentic, consistent light. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I also think having, I think everybody should have a website too. I've wrote about this, but I think every person should have a website because you always have, you always have something to say and at the very least post a picture and your bio, right? Because like, that's your space. Like that's your business card in, in 2018. It's like, oh, go to my website. Mm-hmm. You know how credible that makes you sound? You know, that you have a website and that you were putting time into it? Like, I don't care who you are. Like, that's just an awesome thing to have. Good right? point. And literally, a monkey could put a website together. Exactly. It's so I mean, easy. It, it really is really easy. It costs you 2 $3 a month, like, yeah. or whatever at the, like, the low end. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very easy. And things like Squarespace and Weebly and all those things make it really easy these days. Mm-hmm. So just owning your name on the internet is a very important thing, right? Okay. And Go- what and what about as, as, an image, as an image consultant in regards to, you know, clothing uh, colors. Yeah. Is, is there something that, that could be that, that anybody can kind of use as a, you know, a, a specific thing. I know for me, yeah. y- you introduced me to the whole spectrum, like the thing. seasonality thing, yeah, the seasonality yeah. thing, which I had no clue of. Right. And, but, but it really makes sense. Mm-hmm. So is there something that you can, you know, I mean, I think everybody should go kind of try to find their great colors and there's easy like you can go online and find easy things to like figure out your seasonality like or at least get close you know it might not be completely accurate but it's it's close right so you can go Mm -hmm. and and check that stuff out um but more than that too like having consistent colors like look at the stuff that's in your closet right and the stuff that you've maybe got compliments on and then double down on that stuff i think a lot of people try to go way too overboard well they'll see one thing in a store and they'll be like, man, that's so cool. Like, it's got this, like, neon green. Like, I could pull that off. And they get it. And then they come home. And, like, it doesn't work with anything else that they have. <laughs> it looks awful on them. And then they're just stuck with this piece of clothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think consistency is really big in all these things, whether it's social media, whether it's your own style, whatever it is. Like, cultivating that and then just sticking with that. If somebody wants to take a risk yeah. and do something crazy... What, what what could they take a, a measurable risk on? Smaller dose stuff, like okay. you know, like like jewelry, right? Or or whatever. It, it shouldn't be the loudest thing, right? On your on your person. Like when you walk into a room, you shouldn't be the first person that people notice, right? But you should be noticed for your style. Right. So for guys, it would be something like what? For guys, like I mean, 
I, I tell guys to like level up their style. So in the sense of like, if everybody around you is wearing just like a button down and jeans, throw like a blazer on over top of that. Right. If everyone's doing that, throw a pocket square in there, you know, and just taking it up one notch. Like that's the way you do it. You don't. And if you want to take risks, that's great, but do it, do it methodically within your in group to where you're not going to be the guy that's, that people are put off by. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like you look so far out of the spectrum, like a high school kid wearing a suit. Like that's a weird thing. You know what I mean? And you 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 you're going to be ostracized for that. Like that's just not like a good Yeah, that that's not going to help you to be unique and, and I mean as, as you'll be a, unique. like you'll well, be, yeah, you will at be for sure, man. You will you know? be but but not but not measured in, in the fact that you're just taking a small risk. It's going to be your uh, total, right, exactly. your, uh, total so weirdo, like, right? Yeah, so smaller dose stuff for guys in the office tie pocket square blazer like leveling up the look right mm-hmm. and then you know experimenting with patterns and stronger colors if you're going to do patterns and stronger colors in smaller doses and and for women for women for women i'd say shoes is a really big thing so i want to throw this out there like i don't work with women um it's just men so but for women same thing like you can wear like a really great dress and then you see like a, a great pair of shoes on them and it's like wow instantly just kills it you know um that's that's what i would say for women for sure but um you know, it's, I think people just go too far out there with it. Like they get that wild hair up their ass and they're just suddenly <laughs> like, man, I'm going to change everything, atomic bombing everything. Right. right? Basically. Or yeah. whatever it yeah. is. And yeah. that leaves a lot of people unhappy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It I, just doesn't work out. Exactly. I got to see from personal experience. You came in. We did the whole thing about going through the closet yeah, yeah. and doing the colors thing and making shifts, but there wasn't. You didn't, you didn't blow everything out. You, right. you, you took a look at what worked and what didn't work and, and then kind of accented here and there and then educated me on the things that I was not aware of in regards to the certain colors that did work and didn't work because I gotta be, you know, it, I didn't know. I right. mean, this is something that most, I think most guys, and I'll speak just from a guy's perspective. Yeah. I, I don't think most guys know in regards to colors exactly. and accents and what works and what doesn't work and how really how important that is right. overall. In regards to, in regards to not trying to, not trying to impress anybody in particular, but trying to, just trying to be, to kind of coordinate between your outside appearance and what you're, what you, who you are. Exactly. And what your message is. If you're going to, if you want to be authentic, if you want to let your personality shine through, you got to understand the rules first so you can manipulate that in a way that says, okay, I know how to make this work for me, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the only way that you can really let your personality shine through with your clothing is by understanding how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, I mean, I think guys too are becoming more comfortable with this, which is really great to see that more people are putting an investment in it. Um, and for me, like I'm just, you know, a regular normal dude who happened to have like a passion for this for a weird reason back in the day. For me, it's cool helping guys sort of break out of their comfort zone, even if it's like just for a day to get all that stuff taken care of and then go back to their normal life, you know? And like, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But another thing too, what you mentioned is when, when I came here too, and I'm looking through all your stuff, anytime that I do this with a guy, you can always pick up hints of like what they like and also what's right for them. Like you had a lot of colors that actually worked really well for you. And I think deep down, a lot of guys know, you know, or they'll gravitate towards certain things, you know, and like that's happening for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, like listen to that kind of stuff. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you have to like you know throw yeah. everything out. And and a lot of times it's like intrinsic because it's from people that are around you or people that bought stuff for you, right, you know, whether it be your mom or your girlfriends yeah. in the past or whatever the case may be. And then that's kind of collected to where you you kind of know that un- almost unconsciously yeah. that that's a, something that works for you. And that's all like personal style <clears throat> is picking <throat> little things out of your life, whether it's out of your closet or out of you know your actual lifestyle, your job, your friends, whatever it is. And like marrying that all together and saying like, you know, who am I? Right? There you go. Figuring that out. That's perfect. So, so in, in regards to, to, so circle back in regards to the, the, uh, entrepreneurial aspect yeah, of yeah. it or starting your own business is about just taking things one step. Just be okay with the small incremental, uh, baby step stuff. Absolutely. And then in regards to uh, the, the image and social media being consistent, it's, uh, what's your goal? Uh, play to your strengths, to your authenticity, be consistent, have a website, uh, find your seasonality, your colors, your color wheel, and then uh, take a measured risk. Yeah, Me- like small numbers. There you go. Yeah, All right, absolutely. thanks, man. I appreciate it. It was absolutely. awesome. Thanks for awesome show. And you know, we'll have you back and, and Good, awesome. uh, you know to expand on this. I try to you know keep it within like a half hour or so. So because literally, I mean, we went we went out and just uh, you know had like a little brain session, happy hour yeah. thing, and it ended up being like five five hours <laughs> long or something. Because we get with it, just get one just thing. Go. One thing goes to the right. other thing, right? Yep. So, but uh, but thanks, I really appreciate it, dude. My and pleasure. if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, anything, you know, the usual stuff I always talk about, it's javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D.com. Also, uh, uh, surrounded by it's the book. I, I made Patrick read it. Yeah, right. <coughs> he's got it. He's got it right here. Read this in one sitting. He read it in one sitting, and he's still alive. So <laughs> so so that that should go to show you something. And actually, the, I, I'm assuming you got something out of it. Plenty. There they go. So you can go, you can go on the website and get that. Also, I also have a freebie on the website as well, as well as all of the podcasts, 130 some odd podcasts, the videos, the blog posts, all that other fun stuff. And you go on there and, uh, you know, at your leasure. And if you have anything that you want, you want to, uh, you know, talk about or you want me to talk about or anybody to come in, then let me know what the deal is. And if you, if the, if the idea is good, I'll send you a book. How about that? There you go. There you go. So thanks a lot. And well, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.